You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Chris Bowman. We are recapping day three of the 2022 NFL Combine, which was the defensive linemen and the linebackers. And holy crap, last show we talked about some athletic linemen and running backs. And the defensive linemen and the linebackers managed to outperform that group by uh, an insane metric. And Chris, let's, let's hit on the one guy in particular that we need to talk about the the man that is clearly not human <laughs> that being jordan davis who ran the second fastest 40 time for a defensive lineman and folks you might be wondering like oh you know like what is what does that mean he's he's a fast defensive lineman at six foot six 341 pounds with 34 inch arms he ran a 478 a 32 inch vertical and 123-inch broad jump. That man is not human. And if Dave Gettleman was still the general manager of this team, <laughs> he would be drafted fifth overall. I uh, No, he wouldn't, because Dave Gettleman would be trading up to number one overall to draft him. <laughs> yeah, Dan Pizzuta, he brought up yeah, the speed scores, which is really just a measure of how fast you are for your size. Right. Jordan Davis had a better speed score than Saquon Barkley. <laughs> like he, That's this insane. work, <laughs> yeah, this workout was utterly insane. He, you're right. He is not human. He is, I don't know. He is a mutant. He is as guardian. Uh, I, I think maybe DC and Marvel might start fighting over him just to see which one gets the rights because this, this was, I, I, last time I brought up uh, Kentley Platt's uh, yeah. RAS scores, and you know Christian Watson was he, he wound up once the official times were being only being a top ten workout with the official times. Jordan Davis is the second most athletic player to ever work out ever. at the combine. Ever. ever, he is only just behind Calvin Johnson. Megatron's still number one, but Jordan Davis <laughs> must be Optimus Prime. I mean, this is. If you watch the combine today, you saw history. That that's just all there is to it. And yeah, there's just all of these Georgia guys were insane. Yeah, Devonte Wyatt, he had a four seven seven forty time at and over three hundred. He's a big dude too. Yeah, hey, yeah. These two guys together were crazy. And you know, like Daniel Jeremiah said, the best Georgia lineman is still in Georgia. So the. This is this was a crazy defense. I honestly kind of wonder how Alabama managed to win to win the SEC. Mm. Uh, they just all happened to have their worst game at the same time or something. But yeah, the, Devontae Wyatt had a crazy workout. Uh, Travon Walker, you know, DJ was right to bring him up. You know, I, I 
I'd still be surprised if the Giants draft him, but he does deserve to be talked about in that top half of the first round, top 10 range. He had a crazy workout, a 4 5 140, a 10-3 broad himself, a 35 and a half inch vertical. Like uh, I don't know what Kirby Smart is doing with these guys, where he's recruiting from, what planet, or you know, what they're putting in the water down there, but just damn. <laughs> Yeah, Trevon Walker, I, I think, is going to be a first-round player. I don't know if at seven, like Daniel Jeremiah is projecting it. Like, that's to me, is a little too rich because there's other guys that I think might slot in there a little bit better than Trevon Walker. But still, that is a guy with long arms that is explosive. He's a great athlete. Hell, I, I, I'm kind of wondering if, if the Giants should just draft Jordan Davis at five overall and ask him to go play receiver with, with that <laughs> athleticism that he has. Just split him out wide. He's... Faster than Kenny Galladay, he's probably going to get more catches than him now. But besides the point, <laughs> that Georgia group was crazy. And then the non-Georgia group, Kayvon Thibodeau, who is still in play at five, depending on what happens, runs a force in the four sixes, uh, pieces out after that, which was smart on his part because he basically said, okay, I ran a lot faster than Aiden Hutchinson. You guys now can see that I'm clearly more athletic than him. I repped out like a, a strong-ass dude on the bench, I'm clearly stronger than Aiden Hutchinson. And then he clearly just, all, all he decided to do was say, I'm out. You guys can see that I'm more athletic than this guy. And he didn't need to prove anything else, but we still got some really good stuff from the rest of this defensive line group. Chris Travis Jones, not like crazy twitchy in, in the stuff that he did with the, with the drills, but like I or in his athletic testing, rather, I don't even think he ran a 40. No, he ran a four nine two, which is, which is really good. Yeah. For a player that size, 28 and a half inch vertical, which isn't great, but seven, seven, three, three, three cone, four, five, eight, 20 yard shuttle is really good. And I, I thought that he was a pretty smooth operator in these drills. Um, you wrote down Zach Carter. I thought that he looked pretty clean. But the other guy that really caught my eye was uh, DeMarvin Leal, who didn't have a fast 40 for a player of his size, but I kept watching him in these drills and he just, he was with the, the heavy diva lineman, which is probably where he's going to project being like a three tech. But he, man, he moves like an edge rusher. He he has that edge rusher twitchiness. He's got that those fluid hips, that leanness to him. And I, I think DeMarvin Leal w might actually be in play at seven or if not in the middle of the first round. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted out during especially the defensive line. Uh, workouts. It's almost too bad that Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt are in this group because they're just sucking all of the air out of the room because there were a ton of really, really good defensive line workouts. You know, DeMarvin Leal, Zach Carter, Travis Jones, like these guys had really good workouts and nobody's talking about it because how can you not talk about Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt and Trevon Walker after the workouts that they had? You know, I've Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson to me, he checked boxes. He is what he looks to be on tape. He's a good athlete. Yeah, his overall 40 time was fine, you know, four, seven something but he had a, a good 10-yard split, which is what you really care about. I think he had a 1-6-3 yeah. 10-yard split, something like that. So really good get-off. Yeah, he he's what he appears on tape. Quick, twitchy guy. 
good technician. He can flatten around the corner. He can do whatever you need him to do. And he can get after the passer, which is what you really need him to do. Thibodeau, I kind of don't care that he skipped the drills. For one, these guys are working out a lot later than they probably trained. They probably were training in the first half of the day. You know, they're probably doing their training in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that can affect you. You know, I can say it probably wouldn't affect my performance. But (laughs) when you're in a a stupidly elite athlete like these guys where you're measuring things in hundredths and thousandths of a second, it can affect you. You know, just messing with your circadian rhythm and, you know, nutrition timing and, you know, really fiddly things like that. And maybe Thibodeau just, you know, listening to his body, he wasn't feeling it. And I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like a pretty self-aware guy. So, you know, whatever. He showed what he needed to do in the in the measurable portions. You know, we'll have to wait and see what goes on in his at his pro day. And he's not the only guy to skip. You know, N'Kobe Dean, he didn't work out. Uh, we saw Evan Neal. He skipped everything just completely. Uh, there were a bunch of guys who had little dings or were recovering from bowl game injuries who didn't work out. So, yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to rate it too heavily against him. On the other hand, a big part of the combine is showing up and competing. You know, I think Thibodeau did that in the areas where you can, you know, put a score down and concrete say, yeah, I competed. I beat the other guys. So there's that. And then also Amari Barno out of Virginia. Oh yeah. Wait, I I forgot to bring him up. Holy crap. So I, I got up to go. I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. So I got up to go to the bathroom Right when Amari Bonino was about to run, and I knew that he was fast, and I kind of just like it, it didn't even register in my head. And I got a text message from someone, and I'm like, "Holy crap, Amari Barno. And I, I go back to to look at the TV, and I see four three seven. I'm like, "Excuse me, that is an <laughs> edge rusher who ran a four three seven. This is so, so one of the guys that I played against uh, when I was at Rhode Island. We played Virginia Tech my senior year. I believe he was one of the guys that I played against, and that that is just insane because like I didn't. Uh, I knew he was an athlete, but holy crap, 437 for an edge rusher. That is somebody the Giants fans should pay attention to. If if they don't draft a, an edge rusher in the first round, pay attention to him on day two. Yeah, absolutely. Like I I I noticed Barno at the senior bowl. Like he he kind of he kind of piqued my interest. He got on my radar at the senior bowl. I I haven't dug into him yet. Yeah, he's long, he's lean. You could see his burst at the senior bowl but he doesn't he didn't really have the play strength to hold up on the edge which you know for what you're going to ask him to do he doesn't need to hold up on the edge because his job is going to be running right past uh, offensive tackles or if you throw him through a b gap or whatever past a guard yeah that 473 is basically db speed and that is fast defensive back speed you know that is press man corner speed so you're getting that kind of speed like what you would normally get on maybe from a slot blitz coming off the edge that is crazy yeah no that those are crazy metrics to have that kind of speed to come off the edge. And, and speaking of speed, talking about these linebackers, man, we this year just we're it's through the roof. We have a one-year separation for athletic testing at the combine. And 
the numbers we're seeing this year are are bonkers. Like I, I you can't even wrap your head around it. I, I'm going to continue to plant my flag on these FCS guys that have had really good performances at the combine. And guys, I've I've brought up. If anyone listens to my other shows, I have brought up Pierre Strong, and he's tested really well. I've brought up Troy Anderson, and I've brought him up on every radio spot that I did this past week. I've brought him up throughout the the season covering FCS football. I have banged the table for this kid. He is a former quarterback, All-American, former running back, All-American as an underclassman, moved to linebacker. He is a freakish athlete. And guess what he does? He runs a 4-4-1. I said 4-5 for this kid. 4-4-1. He is a freakish athlete. And, and again, Giants need linebackers. This is somebody that the Giants, if you're a Giants fan, put his name down in your head. Third round. If he's there on the board, pray that the Giants take him. He's going to be a developmental guy. He's a little green in the position. Let him take some time to develop. But holy crap, that kid is an athlete. Uh, yeah, and you didn't mention finalist for the academic Heisman. Yeah, that brings yeah. in on-field pr- production, which you said, you know, multiple-time All-American at three different positions it takes in classroom work he is a really good student and his just his character in the community he is the uh, troy anderson which you're gonna see it a-n-d-e-r-s-o-n it's s-e-n i just gotta say that it, it bugs me yeah <laughs> hey, make troy sure you anderson, check folks he's got a yeah. weird spelling on his name <laughs> yep I, I blame pro football focus they seem to have it the most but yeah, Troy Anderson, yeah, he is the type of guy you want on your team, especially in a place like New York where you're in a fishbowl. You know, everything you do is going to be magnified. And if you can have a guy who can be that dynamic on the field, just run around, make plays, he can track down the ball in space, he can get upfield, get after guys in the backfield, pressure passers, disrupt the running game, he can do it all. And he's really smart. He's a good guy in your community. Yeah, uh, Like you said, just stick a pin in this guy's name because you're going to want him. Yeah, This is just an insanely good defensive class. Yeah, Chad Mumma out of uh, Wyoming. He had really good 40 time of, uh, well, we'll say relatively good. It, it w- would have been good if, you know, great if uh, Anderson hadn't run that 4-4-1 and Barno hadn't run the Four three seven, but still he had what was it a four six ish? Was he four five so. six? You're talking about Mama? Yes, Mama. I will pull that for you. I have the results in front of me, but I got right here. Yeah, I'll, uh, four, I'll, six, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. Yeah, a four six three, which is a that is a good forty time in its own right. He moves really well in space really comfortable defending the pass. Yeah, he is a three-dimensional player. Uh and then you've got the the all the S the all of the SEC linebackers, Christian Harris. He runs a 444 at which is a number we've seen quite a bit this week. Yeah, he moves so well in the field drills. The the UGA guys, you know, of course you've got uh Nicobe Dean, he didn't work out, but we know how good he is. Mm-hmm. Quay Walker, who's a guy Nick's been bringing up all over the place, he runs a four five nine. He looks super good. Channing Tyndall is a four five three. He moves so good. Like I said, what in the hell is Kirby Smart doing down there? 
Like, did they just ha- did they just recruit on Krypton or something? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Giants fans, if you want if you want this team to get a linebacker, this is one of the best years I have seen to get one. I mean, this is one of the best defensive drafts I have seen in a long, long time. You know, fantastic defensive line group, fantastic linebacker group. And I'm just going to say the, the, the DB group, the defensive backs, the corners, the safeties, they're going to be good tomorrow. Oh, they're going to be fantastic. This is a ridiculously deep DB group as well. This is, yeah, I've seen people say that this draft is weak and I think they say that because there, there isn't an Andrew Luck or, you know, a a Miles Garrett or Chase Young to kind of set the pace at the top Mm -hmm. of this draft class. But the reason why there isn't a guy like that is everybody is good. Yeah. Really good class. Yeah. The, the, breadth and depth of talent in this draft class is absolutely insane and thanks to covid for (laughs) kind of causing that you know what we'll take silver linings where we can get them right it it was a it was such a strange circumstance but it it helps some of these guys really develop and and turn into some really athletic athletic freaks so uh i want to add in one point before i wrap us up chris I was very sad that Leo Chanel didn't bench. Uh, four, five, three on the 40, 40 and a half inch vertical, which is stupid. And I I, I did on, I, I felt so dumb because on all the radio spots that I did, I brought up how Leo Chanel was going to do 50 reps on the bench and he doesn't <laughs> bench. And it's like, why wouldn't you bench? You're, <laughs> you, you, you were going to hit 50. There, there's video of you doing 315 for 18. There's video of you doing 43 reps of 225 as a freshman. Just bench. <laughs> he, he probably didn't want to make all the defensive linemen feel bad about themselves. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good note to wrap us up on. We've got fun stuff coming on the last day. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Plot 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.